0: You're listening to a podcast from SemNo2 and Cape Talk.
1: And it is my pleasure to be speaking to a young South African doing great things, innovator and co-founder of um, Circumfort, Nogulunga Pearl Zamini joins me now. Uh, Nogulunga, thank you very much. Uh, Nogubonga, so Nogulunga. Nogubonga, thank you very much for joining me uh, at this time. Much appreciated.
2: Ah, oh, thank you so much, Aubrey. Yeah, I no And um, And <laughs> also just another correction. It's actually circumference. It's, su- it's a combination of the words circumcision and
1: comfort. Ah, so it brings me into the conversation that I wanted to have. Um, yeah. But thank you very much about uh, for, for the for the correction, Nogobong. Circumference. A young woman comes up with such an innovation around circumcision Tell me a little bit about that.
2: (laughs) Uh, No problem. So uh, what happened is my partner, there's three of us in the business. My partner, Musa Morgan, was the one who invented the the, the device, like the concept of the device, after experiencing circumcision himself. I was merely there to assist because I had a background. I was studying biomedicine. And so he was just asking questions around sterility and hygiene. And I was there, right place, right time, right friend, I guess. And then I would also assist in terms of meetings and things like that. And before we knew it, we had a business. And yeah, that's. That's
1: how I got into it. I want to talk, I do want to talk about your business venture and your interest, uh, I suppose, in entrepreneurship and uh, the the kind of work you do in that space. But I'm still interested in uh, the conceptualization of the Circumfort. Tell me, what is this device? What is it? What does it do? Okay, so
2: so Circumfort is a medical assistive device which aids in the positioning of the penis post-circumcision. So this is to assist with keeping it up, which is optimal for the healing process and also optimal just in terms of reducing pain that is experienced during the healing process. We, it's, 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 it looks more like a belt. We call it a circumcision underwear and um, it assists also with the men in terms of reducing adverse events, because a lot of people get botched circumcisions or have to go back due to infections, yeah. And that's because men tend to fiddle with it, especially if it's painful and uncomfortable, you know, um, during the healing process. Yes. Especially because especially It's such a long healing process of six weeks. And whatnot. So, with our product, they don't even have to touch it most of the time, obviously, during the day. They don't have to fiddle and try and find a comfortable position. And knowing that hands are some of the dirtiest parts of our bodies, when we do fiddle with things, that's when infections are caused and such things. So we reduce infections in that way and they can easily go to the bathroom, put it, uh, it's still on. They just strap it off and strap it back on and then wear the underwear and then go on about their day. And because of the reduction in pain, I guess people have to take less time off because I know that a lot of men and boys, they tend to do it around holidays. Yes. just So they know that they're going to be at home. Or if they are doing it during a peak season, like during when they have to work or go to school, they tend to take off days or sick days. So I think it's better in terms of also just allowing them to carry on with their lives without being too much of a disruption.
1: Nogubonga Pearl Zamini is my guest. She's a South African doing great things. She is, I suppose, one of the innovators for a... Uh uh, a device called circumfort she 's just uh, described it if you 're a guy out there and you 're thinking about uh, perhaps going into going for circumcision, uh, does this make you feel a little more comfortable? Are you perhaps uh, um, thinking uh, perhaps I would really start really thinking about it? Um, because it, it appears to me that this is a device that that uh, shortens the healing process. It makes sure that uh, you don't suffer the kind of pain that you would under normal circumstances. Nogbong, this device sounds to me as though it is a very practical, needed device. But you and I know that the whole circumcision space is usually fraught with all sorts of religious cultural yeah. um perhaps even uh, superstitious ideas the yeah. fact that you're a young woman and you were part of the innovation and, and 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 invention of this product um and uh, you know of all of the uh ideas um Uh, cultural, perhaps even religious around this uh, space, this circumcision space. How have you been able to convince, I suppose, those those elders to perhaps think or talk about this? Or has this only been, uh, has this only found application in the medical fraternity?
2: Um, okay. Yes, that's uh, that's a very good question. Thank you. Uh, well, the thing is, I was fortunate enough to meet a, a young man when I um, spent some time in London a year back, a year ago. And this man was from Limpopo originally, actually, and one of the I guess chiefs um, or a chief son or something of one of the tribes in those areas. Yep. And those are very cultural people. Very. Um old school, if I may, and he heard about my products and he was very enthusiastic he himself i mean with us unfortunately, with our products to comfort, we don't necessarily have any client retention or customer retention because once you use our product once, you never have to use it again sure. because you't circumcised twice, yep. but a lot of people that advocate for our product are people that have already been circumcised. They're like, yes, you know, if I had this, it would have been so much better. Indeed. And so he, having had gone through circumcision traditionally in his homeland, he spoke of how useful it would be for the kids that are going to the circumcision schools around there. And we made an arrangement. The only thing that hinders me as a woman is out of respect, I don't go to the meetings myself. Um, He was okay with it because he's around, he's about 30 years old, so he's um, very young. And so he's very understanding, but he made it clear that obviously people such as his fathers and his grandfathers and uncles and the people in charge of these things would not be comfortable with having a woman come into their space and explain this to them or um, pitch it to them. And so my partners, that's where they'd come into place in those kinds of situations where because we want to respect everyone's culture, and you know, so we give them that space and we say, okay, well, fine. We won't have a woman come to present or whatever, we'll have a man do it and a man have those discussions with you. But in terms of us young people, even though he is cultural or whatever, he definitely is more understanding. So we are trying to break the barriers within the religious and cultural circumcision spaces. Um, But right now at the moment, we are primarily dealing with the medical um, circumcision. But we definitely have had talks. I've had a few mothers buy for their sons who are going to the mountains like last year in December um, in the Kosa culture Eastern Cape, you know? Yeah. So I think it's not, it's not against what they believe, because I think we modern medicine or where they tend to disagree with the cultural and the medicine is that they just don't want the actual circumcision to be performed medically. They want it to be performed in the mountains and in their way. But after the circumcision is a different story. And our product definitely deals with Uh, post circumcision. uh, So uh, they are more comfortable and more accepting of us. And yeah, I guess we just need to make more headway to just get into the the actual industry and into that domain
3: completely.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I say this because every year, Nogwoma, every year, it's without fail, we are going to hear have stories of botched circumstances, botched botched circumcisions Um, we are going to hear of deaths that uh, occur as a result of this so anything that can be done to try and deal with that problem um, should be welcome and unfortunately sometimes cultural sort of norms um, that are uh, that want to exclude people such as yourself just because you don't have the right plumbing, as it were, um, <laughs> it can be a bit of a problem. Let's talk about the business side of this whole um, venture. Your company's name is called? Sur- sur- oh so, so the so the product is called socomfort and the company is called socomfort I know that you're doing a lot of work um, in speaking to young people and old people about yeah. the need to... Uh, to step into the entrepreneurial space. And uh, I have a lot of conversations about this issue because uh, people tell me that uh, the idea of looking for a normal nine to five job is fast disappearing, given our, given our economic situation, uh, the downgrading and so forth. So there's a lot of people encouraging people to go into the entrepreneurial sort of space. What is your motivation behind your message and what is your message to people when you speak to them about entrepreneurship?
2: um okay thank you well my opinion definitely i know that there's a big um debate about nine to five versus entrepreneurship and i know even on twitter there was some uh tweets regarding uh people sleeping on their dreams when they're working on nine to five versus being entrepreneurs i definitely just need to point out that entrepreneurship is tough you know entrepreneurship is hard, it's not easy, and it's not an easy way to make money, because I think that's what people tend to just, you know, put forward very quickly. So I wouldn't necessarily like encourage everyone to do it, because I don't think everyone has the stamina or the patience, or just the character required to sustain it. And some people do need a nine to five, they do need more structure, they do need a paycheck at the end of every month, and so that I can appreciate and understand. What I want from people and what I'd encourage people to do is to find a way to be innovative within whatever field that they're in. So if you are an entrepreneur, find a better way to make your products the very best in that industry and to sell it in the very best way. You know, if you are in, if you're a doctor, you know, find a way to do innovative things within the hospital to make sure things work better in the hospital, if you are a lawyer, such and such and so forth, you know? And I think it's very important, even I, I, I also facilitate some an innovation and entrepreneurship. And yeah. I've been saying that in every field, whether you're studying marketing or you're studying tourism or you're studying biomedicine or you're studying law, you need to have a class on entrepreneurship. Because you need to be able to take whatever skills that that teaches you, whatever skills that your nine-to-five teaches you, and apply them to some sort of entrepreneurship. And although some people can't be full-time entrepreneurs, I definitely encourage a lot of people to try and be part-time. You know, like a side hustle of sorts where you work your nine-to-five but can still still sustain a business on the side, maybe online and such. And I think that's a very positive message given our economic States in this country, we you, need
1: entrepreneurship to create yeah, more jobs. Yeah, you, 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 seem to be suggesting Nogbonga that uh, entrepreneurship isn't always necessarily the starting of a business. You seem Definitely. to be su- you seem to be suggesting that it is a mindset. It's a it's a way of thinking about things. In other words, you seem to be suggesting it is the mind of the kind of person who looks for a problem in order to solve it. Is that is that what I am hearing? Yes, I think
2: entrepreneurship is in a like how it comes about is in your everyday life. Yep. So, for instance, you Aubrey, might be stuck in traffic and thinking of something and something that annoyed you this morning. Yep. Um, your coffee wasn't hot enough and whatever, and maybe your kettle doesn't work or something. I'm just trying to think of something on the spot right now. Yeah,
1: any any issue basically. Is, yeah?
2: like, whatever you're going through as a person, chances are. A whole lot of other people are going through the same thing. Yeah. So, if we can just look at the little things that bother us, the little things that hurt our society, um, the little things that work that are sort of a problem, if there's always a line to go print because there's one printer, you know, just try and think of an innovative way. Try and approach the leadership in that domain. Try and, yeah, just try and change something. Because if you can change something in your yeah. life, then definitely you can change something in someone else's life even with mm-hmm. the comfort it came from my partner Nusa, who actually came up, like came up with the idea because he got circumcised yep. and he was in pain yep. and he didn't know what to do to put it in a position that would be better and the, the 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 equipment received from our department of health at the moment was highly insufficient and highly ineffective and so he had to come up with a way to put it in the right position so that he could, you know, be a bit more comfortable and reduce chances of infection and such. The
1: the penis, that is, eh? Exactly, yeah. I'd be, I'd, I would have loved to have been a, a fly on the wall when you guys were <laughs> having this conversation. But let's go back to the whole issue of entrepreneurship. Uh, yes. I, I love your approach to it, Nukbonga, because you, you're not saying people must go out there and start businesses, but you are going to the very nub of the issues that look for a way by which you can solve a problem. Yes. Um, and, and that for me is probably why most people find that their businesses don't work because they think that in order for me to be an entrepreneur, i must start a business instead of actually going a little bit deeper and saying, what is the problem that I'm looking to solve? And that becomes the the business and, and so forth. Have you been making money, Nogbonga? Uh, <laughs> yes, it took
2: a while, you know, but yeah, it's it's starting up. Uh, the company started around the end of 2014, 2015, yep. and so initially we were giving out a lot of samples, testing out what the customer likes, you know, getting customer feedback, changing the product a bit to be a bit more easier to use, and like showing instructions and such things, and so. Uh, last year, we got our first big order for like 10,000 units from a company that supplies the Department of Health Pinpoint Solutions. And recently, we signed a, an agreement with Infinity Medical Suppliers, who uh, supply, who have different uh, branches in about 12 countries in Africa. And they supply some of the NGOs in South Africa and are looking to also supply certain departments um, within the health space so it's definitely looking up but
1: yeah we're not in the millions yet but soon ah, um, but, you know. <laughs> but but i'm sure i'm sure you can see them coming uh, nokwong oh, give us a call 011
2: yeah. We are praying.
3: Everyone
1: should pay with us. <laughs> Absolutely. O double one eight eight three O seven oh two or you can give us a call from Cape Town on O two One Double Four Six O Five Six Seven. I'm speaking to a young South African doing great things, the innovate innovator and COO of Circumfit. And we're talking about the problem that she and her partners came to uh, find a solution for that became the product circumfit that has become a business. And I'm interested to hear from you as to what are your approaches to the whole idea of Uh, of uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, Nogbonga is is speaking in a different way. She's not talking about, hey, let's start a business, but really saying let's look for a problem that we can solve. And Nokbonga, I think that if a lot of people approached it that way, um, then the idea that, oh, I must have funding, you know, and I always hear it all the time. I'm looking for funding. Even
2: with young entrepreneurs, one of the main problems we find is that a lot of people are inventing things, but things that are unnecessary.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no problem that they are actually solving. All right, on uh, t- on Twitter, Sfiso Matlango says, I agree with her completely. Uh, learned the hard way how hard it is to be a business owner. Uh, he says, uh, definitely needs patience and stamina. Is an entrepreneur born or is an entre- ultra- entrepreneur made? No, bon. That's a tough
2: one, but I think you can, I think, There's different types of entrepreneurs. There are those that are born and there are those that are made. And in whichever one that you are, you can be equally, you can be as successful as the other with just doing enough hard work. Because you can be born to be an entrepreneur. You can have innate skills of sales and 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 critical thinking and systematic thinking but if you don't apply it and you don't work hard i don't believe that you'll get anywhere and you can be born the other way around and not have those innate skills and have to learn them and practice them and work at them day by day but at the end of the day we all have an equal chance if we just put in the work
1: yeah 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 yeah. all right let's talk to teboko in pretoria hi teboko
0: uh, sorry, hi Aubrey and yeah. uh, It's Nogubong your, your guest? Yeah Nogubong yes. Yeah. yes. Uh well, it's just a coincidence. I was just about to pull petrol and uh, I heard about circumcision. My boy, twelve yeah. or thirteen, sorry, he just went for circumcision at uh, Swani. Yeah. Uh, yeah. next to see Bigo. Yeah. Now he came back and now he's he's experiencing a very you know, it's painful. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's painful now. Yeah. So it was interesting to hear about the the product or the 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 tool that she she they invented to to speed up the healing of the of the whole thing. Yeah. Because now he he struggles when he has to go to the to the toilet to you know to to pee. He's he's experiences is very painful, and and he's struggling now. Some. It was interesting for me to know what the product works and uh, how does it help in healing quicker, and how much does it cost, and where can one find it as well. All
1: right, Th- thanks very much for the question, Deboho. You listen on the radio, right? Thank you. All right, Nogbonga?
0: Uh, oh,
2: okay, yes. Thank you, Deboho. Um, well, our product costs only thirty rand, and currently we are only selling to lister. Uh, currently, we are selling to lister pharmacy in Joburg CBD. But in another case, you can either visit our website. I know Aubrey is currently tweeting with us. So if you have Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter. You can go on our website at dot Circumfort spelled C-I-R-C-U-M-F-O-R-T. And you can call us or send an email and then we can arrange to deliver the the product to you. How it works is, it just simply keeps the penis in an upright position. And this seems like a very simple thing. But the thing is, when the penis is faced down, obviously gravity acts on and the blood rushing to the wound, the open wound, that causes immense pain. As I should understand, you know, being a girl, obviously I don't know, but just, logically that causes immense pain. Yeah. When you put the penis in an upright position, it still gets enough platelets in order for it to 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 heal, for yeah. so the wound to heal. But it doesn't necessarily get a rush of blood that causes all that pain. Yeah. At- so putting it in an upright position not only allows it to be more comfortable, it also allows, like, more hygiene and reduced infections. Yeah. And so that's what's going to help it heal quicker. I've also heard some people just say, you know, let it get some fresh air and whatnot. So maybe these are the types of things that can help your son. But as well, in our package inserts, when you get the packet you do get some wound care tips on how to care for the wound
1: that's going to help it heal even faster. Yeah. All right, on SMS, uh, Chiku in Four Ways asks, Aubrey, the pain that comes with circumcision is an integral part of the whole ritual. Won't reducing the pain take away something from the ritual? In other words, won't it dilute the ritual? Asks Chiku in uh, Four Ways. Look, <laughs>
2: Okay, that's an interesting question, Chico. Um, but what I understand is, even with the traditional circumcision, they do have um, in Duango so cloth that yeah. they use to try and actually keep the penis in an upright position. That's what they're using. So the only difference is that theirs is not uh, a medical assistive device, and it's not necessarily exactly the same as ours, and it doesn't. It's not as effective but i do understand that they it's not that they want the boys to be in intense pain the yeah. entire time so they do try and subside the pain in their own ways so i don't think that it would um take away from the tradition um, although, you know, I can't speak for the traditional groups themselves. Yeah. And another thing is that it doesn't take the pain away completely. We're not promising a pain free experience because, at the end of the day, circumcision is still a surgical operation. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that, in any case, you cannot avoid the pain at all. Yeah. You know.
1: And I and I think, th- yeah, sorry, sorry, go ahead, uh, Nogumong. Yeah?
2: No, I was just saying there still is pain. We're just trying to minimize e. this.
1: Yeah. And and I and I imagine that uh, the circumcision process is no longer um, it's no longer uh, limited to traditional religious um, uh, sort of spaces. Uh, people who yes. do it for medical reasons are becoming more and more. So I, I suppose those people would uh, want to use the circumfort without any sort of uh, question, uh, yes. purely for its uh, medical sort of uh, comfort, uh, I would imagine. I definitely agree with you, yeah.
2: Audrey. And the thing is that... Um, Right now, the government is definitely the mandate, from what I can tell, is to circumcise many, many boys, as many boys as possible, many boys and men. This is because, um, for those who don't know, circumcision does, it has been found, research has been done, and it has been found that it reduces the chances of infection of HIV, AIDS, STDs, and STIs by 60%. Yeah as well as reduces the chances of contracting cervical cancer for the female counterparts. And so a lot of people are undergoing it for health reasons, some even for comfort reasons, um, depending on what, and hygiene reasons yeah. as well. Yeah. So whatever your reason, the here for you. <laughs> but um, definitely with the medical circumcisions, that's happening a lot more. And I've seen a lot of campaigns with Brothers for Life and Man Up and different campaigns going around at the moment from our departments of health um, to try and promote more and more circumcisions. So comfort is for everyone getting circumcised, whether yeah. you're doing it for religion or you're just doing it for yourself, Yeah, whatever the case may be.
1: So when you started the company, uh, did you have major issues with funding? I'll tell you, I, I have conversations about... Um, entrepreneurship uh, quite often because I'm, I'm interested in the mindset because I, I am one of those people that really believes that we need to inculcate in our society a more entrepreneurial approach to, to the way that we deal with our economy. Um, uh, but what usually comes up invariably in the conversation is, yeah, but we can't start our business because we don't have funding. Talk to me about this idea of I can't start a business because I don't have funding.
2: Huh, okay. Well, with us, we were fortunate enough. In the beginning, we were assisted by Cape Peninsula University of Technology as well as the uh, Metropolitan because we, uh, my partner, Musa Morgan, as I previously said, who came up with the product, he entered into a competition at the university where he was studying at the moment, at that moment, and then they funded him and helped us with getting a patent for the product. Yeah. So that was done. And then beyond that, we used, I guess, our own money initially to just start it and to do the initial prototype and whatnot. And then we were lucky enough at the end of 2015, we entered the Innovation Hub GAP Awards. So that's the Gauteng Accelerator Program. That's the Innovation Hub in Pretoria. Yeah. And we won first place in the Medical Innovation of the Year for GAP Medical and with that came a two
1: hundred thousand seed funding. Oh my, okay. As that well, that, that, million would, million. that shouldn't be scoffed at, eh? No yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two hundred grand, eh? I can imagine. Uh, you see, the, the problem with this whole issue of funding. Whenever I speak to us, ah, we don't have funding. We went yeah. to we went to the 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 D T I, and they didn't want to give us funding is that yeah. the moment people get funding, they go to BMW and they buy the X5, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not it's not invested into the business. Uh, it, just generically, if somebody yeah. were to say to you that I can't start a business or I, it's impossible to start a business because I don't have funding, what would your immediate response be?
2: I'd say you're wrong. I'd say find a different way. And although I understand that we were in a more privileged position with regards to this business in terms of us being able to get funding from competitions and such, I'd say that first of all, there's many different sources of funding. A lot of people like to go to the DTIs and the very big institutions yeah. and those institutions, I, I need to add that those institutions deal with very established companies yeah. already. So you need to already have your financials in order your orders in order. So you already need to be like you have the ball rolling already by yep. the time you're approaching these people and you're not just starting. And there's a lot of competitions in this country and a lot of incubation services. But more than that, funding is not your number one problem. And the fact that people think of that from the beginning, it just means to me that you're not being innovative enough. I also used to sell pepper spray before I got into the comfort. And when I sold Pepper Spray, I didn't get any funding. I didn't need any funding. You just have to buy a few things. People, a lot of people want the glory. They want the BMW and the Mercedes Benz, but they don't want to suffer. They don't want to sacrifice anything of themselves. So I say to a lot of people, whether you're saving um, to buy whatever you need to make your product work, or whether you're buying it from your salary and deciding that for that month uh, we are not going to uljaivo. Yep. we are, you know, we are not
1: sacrifice. Going
2: to- yeah, we are not going to drink, we're not going to do whatever, and save. And I think it's just definitely attainable. And lastly, I think it's just a very important to be very innovative, even in our thinking of how can we bypass this funding. Mentality. Yeah, because you can't always just stop because now you don't have funding. You have, to, you have to find a different way of doing it or a different way of looking at it and understand that people don't just buy into ideas. And companies and big corporates like DTI, they're not going to fund you just because you have an idea. You yeah. need to prove that this idea works. You need to put in the work. They need to find you on your way to the top. They can't pick you up from the bottom and now suddenly take you to the top just because you have a brilliant idea. You need to show them you need to put in the work. So it's definitely, yeah, it's a cry that a lot of young entrepreneurs have. Um, I know this because I've been around a lot of entrepreneurs, but I, I, I think a lot of them just, Either lack creativity or lack knowledge. Just go online, go wherever you need to go and research. There's so many sources of funding. Yeah. I Oh my God, there's so many.
1: Yeah. And, and, I, and I suppose the entrepreneurs is fundamentally the kind of person who's going to make this thing happen with or without any funding. I mean, uh, they're going to make it happen, right? I mean, it's that kind of individual.
2: Precisely, precisely. I, I couldn't have said it better and um yeah no actually i have nothing to add to that that yeah. is exactly it yeah you need to make it happen with or without the funding
1: where to now for noobonga pearls i mean
2: uh well you know we're just looking out for the success of the comfort at the moment we are definitely approaching everyone we can and working on increasing our manufacturing capacity in order to supply the demand that we are anticipating to have and just increasing our connection. So thank you so much for this opportunity. I know it's going to open a lot of doors. It might just be a few minutes, but it's definitely going to open, uh, create awareness on our product. So that's definitely important. I myself am also a facilitator on innovation and entrepreneurship. And I love to speak to either businesses, corporates, individuals, entrepreneurs about innovation, Uh, students, you know, I love to Teach and just see how I can help people in terms of just tapping into the
1: innovativeness. Very, very quickly, community. What? Oh, very quickly, what is what is innovation?
2: Innovation to me is is it's it's a way of life. It's a it's the ability to 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 see something that's not there yet. it's, a, it's an ability to. It's also ability to see into the future. It's yeah. an ability to predict what's going to be needed and what's going to be necessary. But it's also a lot of research and a lot of knowledge because you can't come up with something when you don't know anything about it. Yeah. So I do encourage people to always stay um, aware, to always be aware of like what's going on yeah, around the yeah, world, yeah, yeah. around South. and that's the only way you can tap into it. I know a lot of people think that they are not creative yeah. people innately, but you don't have to be.
1: Nogbonga, how do people get in touch with you? How do people follow you? How do people um, uh, continue with this discussion with you um, uh, if they want to do so?
2: Oh, Okay. Uh, they can on, on all my social media. Um, they can just search Nogbonga Pearl Zamini on Instagram, on Facebook. I'm Nogbonga Pearl Zamini, On Twitter, my handle is at N-O-K-U-B-N-G-A underscore D as well as follow me on the circumference pages. So on Facebook as well, we are circumference, circumcision underwear on Twitter. Our handle is at circumfort And uh, yeah, I'll definitely right. be happy to answer any questions or carry sure. on with any more topics that they need. And if they want the comfort, they just need to go get it at sure. Mr. Pharmacy and Joburg CBD on JP Street.
1: Nogbonga Pearl Zamini, innovator and COO of Circumfit. Thank you very much for joining us on Night Talk.
2: Thank you so
1: much, Aubrey. Much appreciated.